Welcome to Fridge Buzz. Welcome to Fridge Buzz, a podcast about minutia. What is minutia? Maybe someone doesn't know what minutia is. Minutia. We are identical twins, Courtney and Stephanie Farah, and we started this podcast during the pandemic, as almost everybody else in the world did. We also have troubles with the letter R. We do R. And so this podcast, if you're just tuning in, if if uh, you're a new listener to Fridge Buzz, maybe you're a friend of one of our cousins who said to listen to this. Yeah, our listener base is really it's just a few cousins, a lot of and a neighbor, a lot of Farahs. <laughs> It's a lot of it's a lot of people who share the same last name. Yeah. Anyways, if you're just tuning in, you've never been here before, this is the Fridge Buzz podcast with the Farrah Twins. And Fridge Buzz is to say that it's just background noise, yeah. you know, a, a noise you hear in your kitchen. You're like, what is that annoying noise? And you sort of didn't notice it for a while. And then all of a sudden you're like, is the fridge buzzing? And then once you tune in, you kind of can't stop. Yeah, it's um, inconsequential noise. Also, we post mostly we. Weekly. Mostly weekly. We Mostly. try. But on all, Fridays. Yeah. On Fridays. All jokes aside, we like to get to the bottom, bottom of, of it. it. Uh, it's nuanced. It's nuanced. It's specific to our needs. Yes. We think we're mostly right about it. Yeah. It's, it's, if we could echo the phrase from George Costanza, you know, we live in a society. It is a society. That's the sentiment of the podcast. It, it is a society. We live in it. There are rules. And there are certain rules. Unwritten, and we, actually. Unwritten. unwritten. And we sort of try our best to stay within the theme of getting to the bottom of the unwritten societal yeah. rules. Yeah. The minor atrocities of what happens to us in our day-to-day lives. Yes. Now, did that sort of sum it up? Sure. And that was long. No one ever called me short-winded. Kevin Federline. Okay, here's something. I'm currently watching True Detective with Jodie Foster, and I highly recommend. It's fab- it's fabulous. There's a scene last night where Jodie Foster's character wakes I, up sort I, of hungover. It's not going to give away anything. Okay, because I haven't caught up. She wakes up sort of hungover, like no makeup on her character, like on her face. And I got to tell you, it dawned on me, it like clicked. She looks exactly like Steve Zahn. <laughs> You, when you watch this episode and you see that part where she's in her house and her like her police partner wakes her up from like a drunken like sleep, she starts talking to her and she looks she looks exactly like Steve Zahn. Okay, I'll have to I'll have to. So is it Zane? Steve Zane? See, no, Steve Zahn. Do you know who Steve yeah, Zahn is? Of course is? I do. He was in he's in a lot of things, but I most recently watched him in White Lotus. Yes, he was in White Lotus. Yeah. Lance Bass. Taylor Kitsch was in one of the seasons. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And we went to went high, high school, school with, with Taylor, Taylor Kitsch. Kitsch. I know. It's actually, don't include this because this is so very lame. stupid. Very oh, stupid. I wanted to tell you. Um, This is for Kate. I don't know if Kate listens to our podcast No, anymore. she doesn't. Our sister Kate. I don't know if you're listening, but your old friend Rebecca Henderson is actually in one of the scenes of a movie I watched last night called You Hurt My Feelings with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Highly recommend. She's so nuanced. She plays hurt feelings very well. Yes. Anyways, Rebecca Henderson is in one of the scenes. Oh, cool. So Kate, I don't know. Good for you for being friends with someone who like has a scene in this movie that I watched last night. Yeah. You Hurt My Feelings is on my watch list. Joey Fatone. <laughs> this is good. This so, is good. JC Chazé. My brother-in-law, Cody. He's a very good drink maker. He's a mixologist. Yes. Without even any training, yes. he's a mixologist. I agree. He cares. He really cares. There's. I don't know what... I've tried... 
to make a martini yeah. exactly like him. It's not the same. No, he like he he he. I don't know. Yeah, mm. it's like science. It's he's a mixologist. It's it's like because he likes science. He also just takes his time. Takes his time. And yeah, it's just like it's crazy. It's like it's like he was born to be a bartender. I don't know. And I think he has said in the past. I think I hope I'm not making this up, but I think he said he thinks he could be a bartender. Yeah, it's he makes a fantastic cocktail. Mixed drink, it doesn't matter. Martini, yeah. his martinis are fire. Co- coffee. Coffee is good. Yeah. Like everything, mixologist. Yeah. But the thing about it is, he'll stir your drink with his finger uh-huh. instead of a spoon. Not always, but but most it, of the time, it's a Cody finger straw. No, like, you don't have a straw to stir it, yeah. so he uses his You don't finger. always see it. And when you see it, you go, huh. <laughs> and you kind of go, yeah, okay. Maybe that's what's making it good, whatever spice gets put in there. He doesn't You do that all the time. Sometimes. It's like, if you're getting a highball, there's a high chance... If you're ordering a, a high glass ball. and it's in a short glass, he wouldn't do that with a Caesar. No. In a tall glass. No. But if you're getting a highball mixed drink <laughs> in a short glass, you're getting a Cody finger straw. Yeah. You are. Not a straw. It's a Cody finger stir. <laughs> I, guess, I guess what I'm saying is because there's no straw, because we're not in a bar, he uses his finger in place of a straw to stir it. Whereas I might pull out a spoon. Chris. Kirkpatrick, because you would usually mix it with the straw. Although that's not better when bartenders do that. They grab the I know the end of the straw. I know, right where your mouth is going to go. Yeah, I, that makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. That makes no, no sense. sense. This doesn't, doesn't make sense. sense. Or when you get the little like jar of short straws at a bar and you go pick one out and you're like, but like everyone's hand is like fishing through they there. Used to, they used to have that at Roosters. Do you remember? There'd be a little cup of straws. Yeah. Nasty. I can't. When I can't. you think about it, nasty. I know. So many things since COVID, we've we've elevated our yeah. game in that way. Yeah. Right? There's, There's a, a difference. difference. There's, There's a difference. difference. For our birthday, our sister Carly, our older sister Carly, who lives in the Okanagan, she sent us a gift. It is the perfect shade of red lipstick. The funniest birthday card I've ever received. It said, she puts on this lipstick. She has it herself. And she puts on this lipstick. As she rolls out of bed, she puts it on before she enters the kitchen to greet her family. And she also puts it on before cleaning toilets. And me and you laughed so hard. So hard. There is something, I got to tell you, so funny to me about picturing Carly waking up in the morning, putting on red lipstick, like a deep red lipstick, and going upstairs to her family and just as if, what's going on? Yes. What's what's happening? Or before cleaning the toilets. Yeah. Keeping it classy. Keeping it classy. And can I just say, she was blessed with actual lips, not like me and you. I know. Okay, I got the thinnest lips of the four girls. You did. But Carly, Carly arguably got the biggest, she fullest did. lips. No, she fully did. So you can actually see the lipstick you when she puts it on. You can see it. Yes. Mine's just, when I smile, it's not there. I know. There's something about a bright, a bright lipstick on thin lips. I mean, am I right? I am very guilty, and Cody can attest to this. I am very guilty of like when I put the girls in the bath or shower, I'll like walk by the bathroom, put on red lipstick because I can't not. You do, do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, you do do that. I can't help myself. I am drawn to constantly put lipstick on. I'm not. Well, when I'm at home, something calls me to that drawer. I open it and I put on the deepest, darkest red I have. You and Carly are the same then. But I don't know why I do it. I don't know. That's a question for Carly. Question for, for Carly. Carly. But, 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 but. Like, why though? What I, my point was, when I put it on, and I'm not overlining, because sometimes I'll just overline because I can't stop. But when I try and get it accurate on the actual line of my lip, I'm always like, why doesn't this work for me? Why on my thin lips is this seemingly not working on me? Yeah, this, that's a cool story. 
Kevin Costner is hot. Our sister is a pharmacist, okay? I wonder I wonder if she's ever annoyed about how much we blow up her phone mm-hmm. with medical pharmaceutical inquiries. I would say there's no way she isn't annoyed. I know. I know. I don't know how people who don't have a pharmacist in their family... I don't know how they do how, it. How do they proceed? How do they do it? How do you proceed? Everybody knows you can have Tylenol with everything, but like other stuff, you know, like you have to know. I just learned off a commercial that Tylenol inhibits pain. It's a pain inhibitor. Yes. I did not know that. And a fever reducer. I I didn't know that it it blocks the pain receptor. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. And we have two pharmacists in our family. Yeah. You've never heard Tylenol for pain? You've never heard that saying? I never paid attention. And here's the thing. Because because we have the luxury of having two pharmacists in our family, I will listen. I will heed the advice of the pharmacist in front of me at the counter, Uh you know, wherever pharmacy I'm at. But in the back of my mind, it's, I know I'm going to confirm it. Yes. With one of the pharmacists in our family. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do know. It's like, yeah, no, don't take the, well, if I don't hear that part, it's okay. This is yeah. what's going on in my mind. It's okay because I'm actually not going to take your word for it. Yeah. I'm actually going to talk to my family member, but thank you so much for your advice. You know what I mean? I know. Kate's been saying we need, we need one of the like kids to grow up to be a doctor. I know. We need a doctor in the family. Yeah. I did it. I did it. I did it. Here's something. Dropping off the kids to school the other morning, and there was a little boy. I think he's in Presley's class, so I'm going to assume he's seven. I heard him singing the song Four Non Blondes. What's going on? Oh, really? Is that the song title? What's going on? Yeah. Like, I heard him going, hey, yeah, yeah. Like, like Four Non Blondes yeah. from a seven-year-old. Uh-huh. The first thought I have is, what a terrible song. Yeah. What a terrible song. Are your parents listening to this song and now it's in your head? Four Non Blondes. I thought it was very eclectic of this um, little boy. I think it's cool. It's probably playing in the car ride to school. Isn't it the worst song you've ever heard, though? I mean, is it just me? I really hate that song. I have a lot of music that I would like my kids to grow up listening to and get to know. But because I'm so irritated all the time, I want the silence. They're only getting Sean's influence. Does that make sense? Yes. So my kids love this song. I'm on my knees again. Have you heard that song? No. Again. I'm on my knees again. Sounds like shit. It's so bad. I have to play it for you. No, I don't want it. It's like gym music. Now, I'm going to give you a second to process how aggravating <laughs> that can be early morning on the weekend. Do you understand? That's the music. Yeah. And my kids are like dancing on the chair, loving it. You know, it's like, turn it down. Oh, I get so mad. I get so, I get so mad. Like that's not a good song, right? But yeah. that's Sean genre. Yeah, it is. It's like, it's like gym music. Fridge, Fridge buzz. buzz. Hey, it should be good. Cat names. Cynthia. That's good. So good. Cynthia, the cat. Cynthia. That is pretty good. That's the cat name of the week. What about, what's the cat name I had the other day? Oh, Federline. What's your cat's name? Federline. Kevin Federline. Oh yeah. No, it has to be the whole thing. Kevin Federline. The cat. Herpes simplex. It's different. I have a random transition that you can use. Okay. Alan Thick. He died. What? I think he's dead. Nick and Drew Lachey. So does anyone remember that Garth Brooks had an alter ego? He kind of looks like the lead singer of um, Creed or like 
That's a great Halloween costume. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm Chris Gaines. Chris you should make, Gaines. Co- make Cody be Chris Gaines next Honestly, year. Honestly, I'm going to post a picture of this on our Instagram <laughs> so you guys can see the departure Garth Brooks felt he needed to make. At some point, he needed to be like, you know what? I'm tired of this cowboy hat. I want a bunch of black bangs he looks in like my- the guy from the Tea Party. He looks, yeah, that's the guy. Tea Party or um, he looks like that magician. Who's that magician? Or, or the guy who's ma- married to Carmen Electra. No, but the that the magician that plays Chris, Chris yes, the, Chris Angel, Chris Angel, Chris Gaines <laughs> arguably looks a lot like Chris Angel. I think Chris Angel had a lawsuit there he missed out on. Isn't that such a big departure for him? It's just so like, silly. You can't just pl- play singer songwriter emo music. You have to dress the part. Like he has eyeliner on. Maybe our next band pursuit should be an alter ego. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's like it's like this is the stupidest you know thing I've ever like? seen. No, Steph, you need to find that picture of you in that photo shoot. Rock alter ego, he called it the rock alter ego. Chris Gaines. Yeah. It's very stupid. Very stupid. Yeah, I wonder if he's like if he's proud of that now. Secondary embarrassment for Garth Brooks. <laughs> I don't know him, <laughs> but I know that idea was bad. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna have a rock alter ego, and it's gonna have like. Bangs. And like I'm gonna have a black covering my eyes like Skeet Ulrich. I know. I'm gonna have a black spiky hair wig, and then I'm gonna have a little triangle goatee. Yeah, goatee. And then I'm gonna have like a blazer that's like goes like a turtle mock neck blazer, and I would always be looking down and like up through my bangs. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, Garth. secondary embarrassment. Yeah, that I have that. I am embarrassed. Chris, Chris Kirkpatrick. 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 